0: Hello, and welcome back to the Gentlewoman Boss podcast show. I'm your host, Michelle Horlbogen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so excited to kick off season two of the show and that you're joining me on this mission. So initially, I wanted to devote this first episode to um, the topic of why what we wear matters. And I actually put out uh, feelers about the topic on Instagram and got quite... um, got a ton of feedback from uh, some of you, uh, experiences that you've had, you know, based on what you were wearing or not wearing. (laughs) Um, I had a fantastic audio um, message, a string of them from a a good uh, vintage friend in the vintage community. She left me a hilarious experience, which I actually I want to share. I do have her permission to share her audio. I just need to edit edit it a little bit. So, um, yeah. So that that was my initial plan for episode one of season two. However, however, uh, Sunday evening, I, uh, at, like many of you here in the states, uh, took advantage of going to see um, Doctor No the 60th anniversary of the release of dr No on the big screen here in the United States and um I, I was ch- I'm still so excited about it I had the most fantastic afternoon and evening with my some girlfriends um so I you know rather than get into the whole uh, much longer episode as far as dress and grooming and why or whether it not matter whether it matters or whether it doesn't or whatever it's it's a Six o'clock in the morning here. I'm still having my coffee. Um, today, I'm going to talk about seeing Dr. No on the big screen. So let's just, okay, on to the next topic. So, as I said, uh, Sunday, um, I got a bunch of reached out to some girlfriends, um, some of whom I, I definitely knew. Uh, my friend Jessica is a huge uh, fellow Bond girl. She's a huge fan, knows her stuff inside out. Um, and a few other friends, um, I wasn't sure a few of them if they really were big fans, but I know they're big fans of getting dressed up and going out in the town with the girls. So we decided to go to the matinee uh, because, number one, we're old now. <laughs> I think, well, I'm over 50, but maybe some are. were in their mid-40s. But anyway, point is, you know, people have to work Monday morning, um, yeah, whatever. So we decided to go to the matinee, which actually worked out perfectly. Um, so I spent the week putting together some fun swag bags for everyone. Um, yeah, let's just say they were 21 and over swag bags. So that was kind of fun to have a little adult beverage while we watched the movie and some other munchies and yummy stuff. Um, so we met, we all met, up. we went to Providence Place, which is an IMAX theater, which um, it's the, it says it's a luxury cinema. I don't think I would quite call it luxury. I mean, my, my chair kept like falling back. It, they're the sort of recliner ones where you sit and you lean back and there's like different stages of how far back you can lean. But at the same time, the seat itself moves forward and I'm like not even five foot one anymore. So as soon as I went back to the first level, my my feet weren't touching the ground which is just the story of my life if you've seen the photos on instagram from that night um, there's a picture of us all standing and of course i'm the shortest you know it's going to be on my gravestone the shortest person at every event but anyway um so yeah the the um, the seating wasn't hmm, not what i would call luxury comfort wise but it is nice because it has like they have the cup holders and there's plenty of leg room and so forth of course there was plenty of leg room in the whole theater because we were a party of five. There were there was an older couple to our left, um, a gentleman and um, his significant other. Uh, they were sort of a few rows down to the left. Someone was way behind us in the very back of the theater. They were very quiet, you know. It wasn't, but I did see them when we came in. There was it looked like two people way up in the back, and then another couple, a younger couple down below us to the right. And maybe one other, maybe two other people. But I mean, it wasn't more than four, whatever, under 15 people in the whole theater. So that was kind of, that was disappointing a little, of course. But then again, what is it? Fandom events or whatever, or even the IMAX, showcase IMAX, they did, there was zero advertising really. I mean, yeah, they put out, is it fandom? I don't know if I'm saying that right. I did see a press release on Cisco. You know, they put out like a week ago that, you know, airing the 60th anniversary, but you know, you can't put out a press release and hope to drum up interest in something if it's like five days before the show. I mean, whatever. Don't get me going on PR. Anyway, um, so uh, there wasn't even a sign in the in the cinema that... That it was on the big screen we were hoping like when we we got there a little early because we wanted to maybe take some pictures i'm thinking maybe they're going to have like a, a cardboard cutout of sean connery in his tuxedo um or you know like a big poster maybe one of the vintage maybe the original doctor no vintage movie poster like huge that we could take pictures in front of nothing nada so um we we didn't take any pictures at at the cinema Oh no, I do have one. I have one of Jessica, the bond girl extraordinaire. We were joking about um, you know having to to wear a to wear a thigh holster. <laughs> yeah, it was a kind of a joke so my friend Jessica had a thigh holster on and she had her twizzlers tucked into it. So that was hilarious. We do have um, we do have a picture of that but I do not have permission to share so but just that's hilarious anyway so we um we, you know go into the theater and what i one of the things i loved is that there wasn't half an hour of previews i mean sometimes i enjoy previews but mm, i just i'm there to see the movie i want to see so they literally just it was like the lion came on and roared and we were right into the right into the um, the opening of of the film and it was just fantastic um, I don't know a lot about cinematography, and I don't know what is it called, four G, or all these different ways that film is um, remastered on the screen. I don't know even know the verbiage to talk about it, but what I'm trying to say is it it did seem a little like the 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 um, the film was sort of squatty like I don't know is that the right word so like it it wasn't full screen like the you know it was like the screen within the screen and to be honest everyone in the film looked a little bit pudgy and sort of short and squatty so <laughs> that was just my take like it almost didn't seem it seemed almost like they stretched it to fill up more of the screen but when they did that there was just a loss of of um definition in in like keeping the keeping everyone looking true to size it's kind of hard to explain so we talked about it later I you know I did say something to one of my girlfriends that Sean Connery looked a little bit sort of stocky and squatty and she's like well he wasn't really that tall but you know it, it's just mm, there was something a little off to me and if you if you notice that too if you went to see it and you notice that and you and you you know why or what, what happened. Or I, I did read someone made a comment, someone that was going to see it said something that he, he hoped they weren't going to do something like he had seen something else that fandom did or something on the big screen and, and the dimensions were off. So that was just my take. I mean, it was still fantastic to see it. Absolutely gorgeous. The scene in the opening, you know, and they're, they're at the card table in the club and The uh, the camera pans over his shoulder, and you see Sylvia Trench in that gorgeous red dress. And I did share with my friends um, something I read um, in, mm, forgetting the author's name, but a a book about the clothing of James Bond um, that they originally had Sylvia Eunice Gason um, in sort of a gold dress, but... The interior of that club is so spectacularly beautiful. I'm obsessed with the wallpaper. It is so beautiful. But um, they had her in something sort of gold. And when they put her at the table, it said she just blended into the decor. Like you you didn't even really see her. And the director or someone on set said, no, 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 no. She needs to pop. We need her to be like, boom, when the camera comes on her. So they went down the street to some little clothing boutique and looked around. They didn't find anything and they were you know, getting ready to leave. And Eunice saw that the this red dress like in the window or hanging or something. And she said, ooh, what about that? But it was, a, I think, a size 14. And she was like, I can't wear that. I'm a size 6 or 8 or whatever she was. I think she was a size 6. Of course, that was back in the 60s. So that would now be like a 2 or zero um and the wardrobe mistress said don't worry about it it's not a problem we i can cut it i'll cut it down we'll make it work and said so when they did rehearse the scene the wardrobe mistress had cut the dress up one side and pinned it like so that it would fit her better when they rehearsed the scene she had her fur coat in her bag over her arm which you see you see in the fin- in the movie. And, um, you know, that's how they, that's how they did the walkthrough because she was trying to hide the fact that the dress was all pinned down the side. So they obviously, I guess I kept that in the final take as well, but it, hopefully by then it was actually sewn properly, but, um, that's a little history on that dress. I don't know if you know that, but I thought that was kind of neat. And I shared that with my girlfriends, but she looks spectacular in that one shoulder red dress. It was so beautiful Then of course, when she says trench, Sylvia trench and he responds bond james bond it you know it pans on to his gorgeous face oh my word And that tuxedo it was so fantastic to see it on the big screen i mean just for that one moment alone it was just so worth it and then of course is all the dialogue about you know did she did he sort of like ad-lib when she said trench sylvia trench that he said bond james bond Was that sort of like a play on her words? I mean, he has that little smirk, that constant sort of little smirk on his face through the whole movie. He's just adorable. But yeah, we had a blast. And then, um, okay, backtrack. So the movie started at three. So we made uh, reservations for uh, dinner at 545. I figured that would be, you know, get out of there. I wasn't sure if there were previews, so I figured that would give us... Two hour film, you know, even if there are previews, it will give us half an hour to get to the restaurant. So, but Sunday morning when I went on my, on the app, it said uh, two hours and 35 minutes. And I was like, I don't remember that movie being that long. What is going on? So I called the restaurant, which was uh rooftop at uh, the rooftop at, rooftop at Providence G um, fantastic outdoor dining experience i'll get into that later and uh left them a message explaining that now that they're saying the movie's two hours 35 minutes and could we bump up the reservation and they were very gracious to um bump it up to six o'clock which gave us that little extra window of time so at the end of um dr no they segued into the documentary being james bond which is sort of like a, a bonus movie because I was the only one in the group that had seen it already. So it was just nice. That was the extra 35 minutes that they they aired that, which if you haven't seen that, that's a great documentary about Daniel Craig's, um, his era in the um, Fleming canon of films, or, you know, the, the as James Bond. And there's a lot of very interesting backstories about a lot of what went on. And of course, being someone that always roots for the underdog, I do absolutely love how, despite, all of the baloney that he, all the flack he got when he was announced as Bond from wearing his, the life preserver on the Navy boat to having blonde hair to, um, so he, he got so much flack and, and, you know, having, which to me is like, it's like cyber bullying what, what he did. And, you know, that, that's like one of my big things is like advocating against bullying. I don't care whether it's in the home, online, at school, at work. If you don't know about my backstory, back up to some of my earlier episodes of this show and you'll hear what happened to me. Um, there's you know I have episodes that I talk about it, but it was horrible what they did to him and I personally know I have lived through when you when you're being like gaslit and people are saying, horrible things about you, whatever that I don't care how strong minded, how strong willed, how defiant you are to against, you know, prove those odds, it gets inside your head and it messes with you. So I was so, I, it's like the best comeback story. Like, I mean, Tom Brady, you know, Daniel Craig, like, and you know, that scene when the paparazzi paparazzi got him coming up out of the water in the Bahamas, in that blue bathing suit, hello. And everyone just shut up because they realized he was going to be a fantastic bond. And I still, and I do think he was an amazing bond. I think he was an amazing bond. Um, one of my favorites, actually. Yes, I hated how No Time to Die ended. I hated that. But let's be honest, in real life, like the explosion at the grave would have taken him out. I mean, seriously. So the fact he lived too Two and a half more hours you know we got him for two and a half more hours so think of it that way um yeah anyway i am still a great fan of his and i think once people get over their temper tantrums about the way that movie ended i think he will um because you know a lot everyone was singing his accolades for 14 years or however many years right and then everyone turned on him not everyone just the people that didn't get their way well anyway I'm off topic, so we watched um, most of being James Bond, and then we we did have to head out because you know time was getting away. So we went to we left the theater and headed to the rooftop, and uh, they were they're absolutely wonderful there. Um, we had a beautiful table, saw the sunset over the city, the Superman building. It was just a gorgeous night out. We we sipped Vespa martinis. Um, We had duck and fig flatbread pizza. We had mussels with a curry broth. Um, We had a cheese and charteuxerie. I know I'm saying it wrong, Jessica. Um, Yeah, you know, a cheese board, (laughs) cheese and meat board. That was lovely. It was a little, it was a little skimpy for $24. I mean, because I could eat like I could eat like a whole wheel of brie on my own, um, but it was delicious. The cheeses were delicious. Um, let's see what else we had. We had some kind of spicy coconutty, y shrimpy thing, shrimp tempura. Uh, we had, of course, we had to have the mozzarella. Um, the caprese salad flatbread was fantastic. And we had, there were margaritas. There were old fashions. There were Vesper martinis. Um it was just wonderful and we sat there for hours and just we took a ton of pictures there and so anyway now sort of back to back to revisiting about proper dress required and is that you know does what we wear make a difference so we are first of all we're walking through the Providence Place Mall um it was Cindy, Nicole, and I traveled together and then jessica and christina had their own car so we met them there so we're walking we had to go through macy's and you know up the escalator through the food court and that's another really weird thing like to get to the movie theater you have to go through the food court and i don't know if you've ever been to providence place mall but when you when you're even remotely near it all you smell is chinese food it's like overwhelming but you know it's the food court it's like this kids and screaming babies and parents with strollers and it's really congested in there and crowded and you have to walk through that to get to the escalator to go up to the cinema IMAX Luxe theater it's just like a weird I don't know to me it's like that engineering planning was a little bizarre but I guess you can get like an egg roll on your way yeah you could get like an egg roll before you get on the escalator and have a little snack there, maybe that maybe that was part of the plan, get you to spend your some money in the food court before you go up. Well, the Gentlewoman Boss Podcast has been ranked top ten percent globally by Listen Notes, top twenty best month reporting podcasts of twenty twenty one by Welt Magazine, and thirty six out of two hundred in top entrepreneurship podcasts by Podchaser. Please visit our website if you'd like to discuss sponsorship opportunities. Anyway, um, so, but it was hilarious because we were, especially for 2022 post-pandemic, everyone wears pajamas and baggy everything now. Um, we were, we were turned out. I uh, was channeling, what's her name from, well, I, I'll get into, anyway, I had a black sequin dress on, spaghetti straps with heels, and I had like total 80s hair because it was so humid out. Um, Nicole had a beautiful, she was sort of channeling Sylvia Trent. She had this one shoulder pink silky satin beautiful blouse. Oops, that was my alarm. Sorry. Um, yeah, she had a beautiful blouse in these like, really gorgeous slim fitting black satin pants with heels and Cindy has Cindy was like our money penny she had a beautiful uh fitted pink and cream sheath dress that had this wide wide beautiful pink gross green waistband that had a an oversized bow in the back across like the center of her back and she's like teeny tiny and Her hair was up, and she had the brooch on her shoulder. The she looked very vintage '60s, beautiful. So anyway, we were dressed. I mean, I consider that dressed nowadays. And it was like people were just staring at us. Like, of course, we're like I said, walking through the food court on a a Sunday afternoon. You know, it's like flip flops, t shirts, and shorts, city. And it was just, you know, it was kind of funny. Like, you know people are going to stare. You may as well make it worth it. That's all I could think of. It was just really funny. So, and when we got to the restaurant, um, we had just been seated and this couple, I I don't know, maybe in their early sixties, it was two couples that had been dining, I guess they, they came along, they were leaving and the woman said, Oh my God, look how fabulous you all look. Um, my friend Jessica had this stunning, like halter, like halter, uh full-length black fitted dress. I had a keyhole neckline neckline and she had the most fantastic like Hollywood huge glasses on. And Christina had this beautiful black pantsuit. It was like wide leg and she's tall and thin and elegant and she's a hairdresser. So her hair always looks amazing. Um, you know, so we were, she was just like, you look, what, what's the occasion, you know? So we were telling them like, we just went and saw Dr. No on the big screen. And we were, you know, we were, um, we were definitely like promoting the movie. And, you know, I said, listen, it's showing again at seven. You still have time to go see it. It was fantastic. And, you know, the guy, the men were laughing, rolling their eyes. But anyway, it was, I mean, multiple people, multiple people commented on, um, our, how we were dressed, I guess. So it, you know, it's just a a mini exercise in the fact that people do notice what we wear. And I think if it's something more noticeable, right, it can bring attention. Sometimes that attention is not a good thing, but sometimes, I mean, I love to be out and see people dressed, dressed. It just makes a huge difference to me. And in your um, your confidence level, what you're wearing, and also um, your enjoyment of the event when you know you're dressed properly. I remember once we were invited to a um, a retirement party for a very dear friend of our family. Uh, he worked at Rhode Island Hospital, and he ha- had retired. And his wife, uh, my friend Johanna, planned a beautiful retirement party for him at a private club in Providence, and We, we had been somewhere else. I don't remember, but I had, I had slacks on. I had white slacks on with a striped top and like flat sandals. I think we had been to something else before and I thought we were going to go home first and change, but the, we were already on the highway and you know, he, my husband took the exit for the club and I said, what are you, what are you doing? He's like, we're going to, to John's retirement party. And I think he had slacks on with a shirt and a jacket but no tie. Yeah, I think he had a, I think he had like his navy blazer on, you know, a, a shirt but no tie and like his pale blue dockers or something. I cannot remember where we were, but we weren't like dressed sloppy. But we I mean this is like a private club in Providence, you know, a whole a, Prime rib, the whole. Anyway, I said I'm not going to their party in this. Like what? And he thought I was being ridiculous because he said I looked fine and I I looked presentable. Yes, but um, we pulled up and I said go in and see what everyone's wearing and be honest with me. I said because I have a feeling I know this family very elegant. I'm like I have a feeling they're all in suits and ties and the she's probably absolutely in a beautiful dress sure enough it was like i wouldn't say black tie but it was people were dressed it was like suits dresses um you know it was it was a dress code event and I, i don't know why but i had never seen the invitation i don't really remember what happened i like i missed the memo on it it was unfortunate but and he came out and he because he knew he knew i would take one look turn around and leave and beg my uh pardon to her for not coming but yeah so we didn't go he was so upset because he he saw he saw the prime rip and he I think it was a buffet and they were carving (laughs) and he was so mad at me for like a week he thought it was ridiculous but I didn't I didn't that matters to me but yes that's one of my many you know what I'm wearing matters stories anyway and I know it's like first world problems or whatever you want to call it like it's sort of a is this really that serious Michelle i know it's not but getting dressed is something we all do every day right so if if it's a personal it's a personal preference and maybe for some people it doesn't matter at all and they can feel just as great in their shorts and t-shirt and flip-flops as they they do in a tuxedo kudos to you good on you i'm not that person <laughs> i'm not that person so anyway yeah we had a fabulous time seeing Dr. No on the big screen. I want to thank my ladies that joined me and dressed the part. Um, it was so fun. Thank you for coming, girls. It was just fabulous. I do hope, I hope they show some more of them on the big screen here. Sounds like the turnout was not, I mean, I don't know how many tickets do they have to sell to make it worth opening Um, you know, running the film. I don't know anything about that. Um, Trying to do my part to make sure it happens again, but we'll see. But anyway, at least we got to see that one and it was great. And um, it's only August, a few more months until October 5th to plan other events. I know there's um, that one Bond guy, Chris is planning to, he's renting a theater in Sacramento and I think he's airing Goldfinger I think it's on October 5th, check him out, that one bond guy, and I can't remember the name of his podcast right now, but he has a brand new podcast show, but if you find him on Instagram, I think he's got a reel up talking about um, that event. I remember I said something on, I think on Instagram, I, I kind of polled, are you surprised at the lack of events being uh, being planned around the 60th 60th anniversary. And I remember Matt Spazer of, um, Bond Suits. It's a fantastic blog about everything sartorial, James Bond. Um, one of, I, it's, it's my absolute go-to when I need to find out something about, uh, wardrobe or he's just done a ton of research. I think it's I think he started his blog in 2010. And he also wrote, um, oh, let me see. I had a, I had a brain freeze there. From tailors With Love, he um, published that menswear book. From tailors With Love, an evolution of menswear through the Bond films. Um, he and Peter Brooker published it with Bear Manor Meteor, so it's Matt Spazer and Peter Brooker's work of love, um, all about the menswear sartorial, everything sartorial in the Bond movie, so, um, which I'm actually in the process of reading, um, so yeah, but I remember Matt saying no, that he says I'm not surprised at all, <laughs> so I guess it's kind of... Um, I don't know. It, it's it's disappointing to me. I I feel like, well, and I'm not the only person to say this, but the fans of the franchise um, market more for, for it than the franchise itself does. And so basically they're getting, every time we plug something, right? Absolutely free advertising from all of us. We do know that, right? Like that's how PR works. <laughs> so we're kind of letting their... PR marketing team totally off the hook um that's okay um that's okay yeah so I'm just surprised there's not more stuff planned so like like many people have said you just you just do your own thing so Chris is doing you know have renting that theater I think the renting the theater is a great thing I might actually look into that but um yeah just plan your own plan your own events make it black tie if you want make it you know some kind of dress code I think that's part of the fun especially for the girls for me anyway. Um, yeah. And th- there's so many things I was even thinking like you could, um, I have a few ideas actually that you could maybe um, visit your local library. Sometimes like our library here has uh, like a, a meeting room and they can, there's a screen, like they they do, they show films all the time, you know, for the patrons of the library. But I mean, just maybe hosting something like that to have a viewing or, uh, pair up with a restaurant, rent a room, you know, book a room at one of your favorite restaurants. It's so easy to project now with, with all the technology we have from your laptop, you can project to a screen. I mean, and just have cocktails and hors d'oeuvres and let everyone get dressed up and and play Bond movies in the background or just, uh, pipe in some, all the Spotify is fantastic James Bond playlists. Um, Joy from Ladies Who Bond has the best playlist on Spotify for all like ones a Bond classical. They're beautiful, so just you know be creative or just host something at home. Do something at October is beautiful here in New England. It's usually cooled off by then. You could have like a patio party, put lights up, and pipe in your Bond playlist and let everyone get dressed up and do a photo op and you know do a photo booth and just. Doesn't have to be a big production. Just get some yummy finger food and a couple cases of champagne, or you know, a, mar- a martini bar. Have a f- hire a friend to bartend for you. You know, give them a give them an Amazon gift card, whatever. Just make it fun, right? Make it fun. And but there has to be a dress code. I insist. Okay, so I am rambling. I don't know how long I've been talking here. Too long. All right, so I'm gonna sign off soon. Let me think. Uh, yes, yeah, so. Back to the topic of does what we wear matter, I will pick up on that in the next episode in, let's say this is episode 001 of season two. So for um, episode 002, I will pick up on that topic about, and I will um, be pulling in some of the feedback that I got from a lot of you when I, when I posed that question to you and pulled you on that. Um... So yeah, that will be coming up next. So with that, we're calling Mission Accomplished on this episode of the Gentlewoman Boss Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Please click that subscribe button on whatever platform you listen on and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it really, really helps with the distribution of this show because we all know that the algorithm is the evil villain in this Bond film. Anyone that puts out content on social media knows all about the algorithm villain. So the only way to beat it is to get those ratings. You know, I don't even care if you give me three stars. A rating is a rating. No, but please give me five. Please give me five. I have two people in England that have given me one star and I know exactly who you are. Anyway, yeah, just uh, ratings and reviews are great. Um, and send me a screenshot of it if you leave one and I'll give you a shout out in a future episode if you want, or if, if you prefer to remain undercover, that's fine. We get that too. Just let me know. Um, yeah. So until next time, remember, always be the gentlewoman or gentleman in the room and proper dress required is not a bad thing until next time we are over and out. This has been Michelle Horlbulgen for the gentlewoman boss podcast.